Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just singing. But least, are you there, God? I know, right? But at least now we that. So for those of you who are not aware, I've got a lot of Mexican food in my veins right now. I just got back from Mexico. Woo woo. You know you're jelly. Were you shooting it up? No. no. <laughs> oh, but I had such a good time. Just inject the guacamole. That sounds nice. <laughs> Did I talk about how much it cost last time we were on the... Yes, but tell us, so you were on vacation this week. How'd it go? It went really well, although I did get a little bit of Mexibelli, but, you know, that's kind of to be expected. Um, But it went really well. It was... Well, at first, it was not going well, and I was really proud of myself because typically I'm very... um, I'm one of those, like, I go along with the program because I'm, I'm the middle child of, like, a big family. And so you learn to be very accommodating, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, okay, it's fine, it's fine. I'm always an it's fine girl. So we get there, it's a five-star hotel, beautiful. I mean, I have to say beautiful. Um, it's like the Grand Plaza Cosmel. And, um, but when we get there, like, our room is a little far from, like, it's because it's a big complex, so it's a little far. And I realized that, like, our internet wasn't – they had a free internet, but it was really in the lobby and the public places. So I bought internet. So, one, I found out that even though I had bought internet um, and fairly inexpensively, because my room was so far, I couldn't, I couldn't connect. So that was one. And then when I tried to get it fixed, they just kept giving me the runaround. And oh. then because it's, like, the you know an island, we had ants. And we were like, okay. Ants? Wait, yes. why? Because it's an island. I feel like, how do ants get to the island? I know. I don't know. But I just figured, <laughs> like, it was very outside So I was like, well. And even that, I was kind of like, okay. So they sent an exterminator, and I put that in quotes because it was poor Maria with a, a can of Raid. <laughs> and I was Wait, like. Wait, where were the ants at? Or did you have food, or were they just there? No, they were just, like, there. Like, because we, we had a, every every um, suite kind of had, like, a, um, what are those outside? You know, like a balcony. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of coming in from outside. Not a whole lot, but just enough. And honestly, that I was even like, okay, whatever. You know, the raid worked. But then we went to go take a shower and the water was cold. Oh, Not no. Me. I know. And then I said, like, my inner, I can't take this anymore, just blew up. And I said, I can't take this anymore. So I called. You know, it was really pleasant. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, we'll send the guy. So they send the guy who had no tools and was wearing like a security uniform and he ran the water and put his hand under. He said, oh, better. I was like, um, sir, (laughs) 
How do you say uh, cold in Spanish? No, I say frío. <laughs> el agua is agua is frío. Frío. That's and, that's enough to get your point across, right? And so he was like, "No, no, no, está bien. Very, it's good. It's good." And I was like, "It's not good." And so I called down, and I was just getting more and more frustrated because it was like one thing after another. So I went downstairs, and you know, I did like what any good suburban girl would do when she's angry. I said, "I'm writing a bad review." <laughs> mm. So I sat downstairs and I was like opening up to TripAdvisor. And I don't know if you've ever seen the, the Kermit meme when he's like banging away on the keys. No. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like Kermit. It's like he's oh, like. Oh, Kermit. A- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got, there's a guy in my office who types like that. Yeah. So I was totally doing that in the lobby. Like, you know what? Like, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you good. One star, you know? And um, this guy happened to walk by. He said, hey, how are you? You know, you know, and I said, not good. I saw he had a nameplate on and he asked me why. And I told him my troubles. And he said, you know, well, I'm the manager. I'm a manager here. And I said, well, you know, they won't give us a new room until potentially tomorrow. But the shower is cold. We have ants. I can't use the internet, even though I paid for it. Even though this is a beautiful hotel, it just seems crazy that all of these things should happen in a, in a like a five-star hotel. And I said, everybody has been pleasant. No one's been rude, but no one has also been helpful, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I said, I was actually in the middle of writing a, um, a negative review on TripAdvisor. He's like, well, hold that thought. And so he went to the front desk and did some things. And he's like, we have two potential rooms we'd like for you to see. And so we, I went. One of the rooms had like a leaky ceiling. He was like, eh, not this one. <laughs> and the other room was perfect. And so they ended up moving us the same night that we got there. And from then on, it was like perfect. The room was great. No ants. The water was not that great. I found out later from other people who were staying there who'd come back year after year that you literally have to run the water for like 15 minutes for the hot water to come up. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I was like, okay. And so we did that. And But honestly, it was beautiful. Like, but Where did you but say I, Cosmo, Cozumel? Yeah, Cozumel. It was called like the Grand Plaza Cozumel. Um, but the trip was really inexpensive for flight, hotel, all the transfers, food, 24 hours room service, drinks 24 hours for literally everything basically. Um it was 550. That's great. Yeah, so it was yeah. So I, I honestly I had a really good time and it was just like that that first night, that first day I was like, uh-oh, this could go one way or the other and I'm just proud of myself for um yeah. not not being accommodating Tiffany as usual. Well, I feel like a lot of people I know some people like this, and you can almost tell from reading some of the reviews on TripAdvisor that they're like this, where they sort of like relish the the chaos because they can't wait to write the really detailed review <laughs> instead of like doing like being proactive and like trying to get it fixed. Like they just sort of like want to complain. Mm-hmm. So at least you did the right thing and like put your foot down. Yeah, and the manager I, did the right thing, you know. Exactly, and so I said I was still going to write a review, but I'm gonna maybe I'll give them like three and say the reason why this is not a one is because the manager was so helpful. He's like, I don't believe in the word no. You know, I feel like you came here to have a good time, not to be stressed out. That's the purpose, and we're here to make sure you have a good time. And he, what I loved is throughout the whole six days I was there, Eduardo kept checking in on me and my friend who went with me. He just kept checking, are you guys good? Are you okay? Have you eaten at one of the restaurants? Let me make you an appointment. Let me, you know, hmm. he just was great. And I thought I felt so special, but then I saw that he was doing that for all of these guests. He just has a real knack for customer service. That's good. So, hola, Eduardo, tu esta muy guapo y bien, I don't know. I <laughs> said so you are good and, and handsome. And handsome? You're well and handsome. <laughs> you know what that means, Eduardo, you're my man. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, so what'd you do um, the week that I was away? Oh, well, you know, same thing, just luxury, just, just the luxury of hanging out and packing my apartment. Um, we're, we're moving this Saturday and I didn't, I guess I, you know, it's moving. So you can't really do much until the last week or so because you like need, need it. your yep. stuff. You know, fiance wanted to be super helpful. He like gets antsy if he's not doing anything. And so three weeks ago, he started packing stuff that we actually needed. Like, I'm like, where are all the towels at? Um, where's the cleaner for the shower? I want to clean the shower. It's all packed. He's like, I'm just getting ahead of the game. (laughs) Now I have to go back and find the box. And anyway, so love him. But he, so this week he's on actually a pre-planned work trip, um, from until Thursday. So I'm kind of looking forward to not going to lie some quiet time with just me in the boxes. Oh yeah. And a really sexy Sharpie and labels. And I'm just going (laughs) to like pour myself a glass of wine and the one wine glass I'm not going to pack. And have a good time. She said the one wine glass. <laughs> That's funny. You must keep one. I, I, I um, yeah. I, this weekend, I, I imposed the no dishes ban because I'm starting to, you know, clean up or clean, clean the kitchen and like pack the dishes. You got to like strategize. So I'm like, no more plates, no more dishes. Let's just pack everything. Okay. So that'll be me this week. But you know, we're we're excited. It's happening. We're moving in with the parents. If you guys have missed, you know, the past shows, you don't you don't have to catch up. I'll give you a quick rundown. We are moving in with my fiance's mom and dad in their apartment in a different neighborhood than the one I've lived in for six years. So mm-hmm. it's a big change, but um, you know, I'll just just uh, comfort myself watching my savings account just get real fat and happy. Well, there's nothing like having a fat savings account. I know. I just keep reminding myself that. But other I like news. My... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I was gonna say I, I like my savings accounts level like I like my babies, nice and chunky. Just a little chunky, a little <laughs> bit around the edges. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's happening. We, but you know what? It costs. We're saving a lot on the movers because our storage unit has the movers included. Oh. But there's there's always the incidental stuff you don't think about that you end up spending money on, like. First, I mean, just the stuff you need to to pack. You always have the boxes before you need the boxes. We got to buy those. Then you got to sort of, you know, we're we're working with um, not a smaller bedroom, but a bedroom with less closet space. So we got to buy like a hanging rack and all these little. So we went to the container store. Do you like the container store? You know, I've never been. Don't go. It's like a black hole. It's like Bed Bath and Beyond, where you go in, you don't think you like you didn't go in to get a stainless steel tree for your necklaces I know. <laughs> but you walk out with one <laughs> it's so... and you're happy about it so you yeah go, i'm like Bye. i need this 30 dollar necklace holder it's great you're right you're right everything at bed bath and beyond is i didn't know i needed that but now i yes. want it <laughs> yes we went both places on sunday it was just a, it was a trap i had my little 20 percent coupon for bed bath i was and gonna beyond. say i had two you... of them so i sent Enrique in one line and me in the other <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know why people shop without them they don't expire people do not go to bed bath and beyond without your like stack of like coupons that they send every week in the mail but you know what i they used to let you keep it and then you could use it again they took it from me this time oh really they never let me keep it before they didn't i've done no. that I've, I've i've taken it back before and they were cool with that but apparently I've, i remember reading this bed bath and beyond has gotten a lot tougher on how they before you could just bring like some people actually check the expiration dates now um, at some of their stores. Yes. And people were very upset about it. Um, and they got really, and you know, some people would kind of just like give you the, Oh, I had a coupon in my mail, but I forgot to bring it in and they just give you the discount anyway. And they've uh, like started cracking down on that. But I never tried that one, but no, I thought that they didn't expire. Cause I'm like, I always use old wrinkly 1979. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes I just take them from you know, you know there's like there's like catalogs just laying out yep. by the mailbox. I'm like, well, I don't know who this person is, so they don't <laughs> want this. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of money going out, but it'll be great, really great to start saving. So what else? Are you planning on any trips? So sidebar, I, my friend, I went to dinner with him last night and he was like, you should go to Dubai in November. And I'm like, ah, I want to just, I just sometimes just want to wish that you could just sit at the airport and just jump on planes. Who are you, Paris Hilton? What's in Dubai? (laughs) No, I've always wanted to go to Dubai just because I don't know. And then I saw a group on for it. Me too. And that's what I want to go, but I can't find anybody who wants to go with me. Um, So if any of our listeners are listening and you're not crazy. Tweet me. <laughs> no, Call don't. me, tweet me. Don't you want to meet me? <laughs> so, yeah, because it's, no, it's November. It's to go for, it's a group of um, young black travelers that are all going. And Nomadness. Have you heard of Nomadness before? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not Nomadness, but it's like a lot of travelers from the Nomadness group are going. And I'm like, I want to go. But, you know, with Groupon, it's like based upon double occupancy. So Oh, and they always charge you more to travel alone. Yeah, it's like three or $400 more. That's busted. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So I'm just like, but I still want to go because Dubai is one of those places. I like traveling alone a lot of times, but it's one of those places that I would like to travel with a group because they have all of these fun, like a yacht trip, but this trip, all these things fun planned to do with a group. Camels. I know. They're actually going to do um, dune surfing. So you can surf in the sand. I want to. Oh, I've done that. I did that in um, the desert in Chile. Really? How was yeah, it? It was sandy. Very sandy, but really fun. If you like, you know what I liked about it is I don't like I don't like snow, so I would never go snow snowboarding. But it's like perfect if you like the beach, but then also you want to have some adventure. Oh, I want to do it! I want to do it! But anyway, so I don't know. It's looking lot. All my friends, I'm like Drina's. Like I have a baby. That's my best yeah. friend. I'm like, oh, you and this baby. Plus, you want to go uh, for at least a week. Yeah, and it's a week. It's seven days. That's what how much the Groupon is. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm looking at it. Mm, hello. I know. I know. So I'm like, anybody, anybody want to go? We have four days to decide. Four days? Well, no, it's four days. Like, you know, the Groupon expires in four days. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Probably can't do it. I would totally go if I didn't have so many things happening in the fall. Two weddings. There's the holidays. Lots of stuff's happening. Yeah. I was like, I think my dad listens to the podcast. Your dad? And somebody told him, remember I talked about babies? You know, people text me from the baby podcast, the baby um, episode we did. <laughs> oh, really? People you know? Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. so what's up with this baby? I'm like, what? I don't even remember half the stuff I say. <laughs> when we talk, because I just feel like I'm talking just to you. Then I realized, wait, others are listening. And um, so my dad, like, I was there to pick up some mail. And he was like, hey. And I was like, hi. He was giving me the, like, I got to talk to you. Look, I was like, great. He said, so this guy that you're like living with, I was like, yikes, who told you? <laughs> Wait, haven't they met him? They have. No, they, they, okay. they, I mean, they like him, but you know, they're pretty old fashioned about living with someone, you mm-hmm. know? And so he was like, you know, I did not confirm nor deny that I was living with my boyfriend. And he was like, I mean, what's the difference between that and getting married? I was like, uh, not much. I mean, I, I told mommy, I want to get married. We're just, you know, just waiting on, waiting on old boy. <laughs> And he was like, yeah, so, you know, so that way when the baby comes, I'll be here to babysit. I just looked at him like, who are you? Oh, he said that? That's <laughs> yeah, that's not, which is cute. So basically, he's like, oh, just, he's like, we don't need anything fancy. Just go to just another piece. Tell him he doesn't even have to come see me. Just go get married and come to the house after. <laughs> <laughs> that's the benefit of being one of the last to get married. Are you? Yes. You're no. one of the. I'm the, I would be the third out of five girls. But still not the first, you know, like yeah. the pressure is off. 
Yes. And so he's just like, whatever. Just tell him don't worry about it. I, I met him already. He's cool. <laughs> he's like making it easy. Yeah. Like it's easy for him. Right. So I went, you know, I had to go home and tell Superman, like, just so you know, everybody's waiting, including me. <laughs> <laughs> and all the Brown Ambition family. Yes. So. What is, you- where can we, can we email, can you give us his email address and we can just all like spam him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some of his, I think one of his cousins listens. I'm like, you know, you can just give him a little nudge. Like, Tiffany's amazing. No, but honestly, though, I was kind of like bugging him the other day to kind of see. I'm like, are you even saving for a ring? And he, or I said something to the effect of, like, you're not saving. He's like, what? I'm saving for a ring. And I was like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Because <laughs> I just think checking. I was, I know, right? I was just checking because I wanted to see, because I was asking him if he I wanted to go to a concert. And he was like, no, you know. I don't really have it. And I was like, what? We don't ever do anything fun. And that's when he let it slip. And I was like, oh, okay, good. Do you want a concert or do you want a ring? Forget that ring. I mean, forget the concert. (laughs) I I just want, and I already showed him what ring, like a simple, solitary stone, something super simple. I told him you don't have to spend a whole lot. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. And, um, you know. I was like, you know, you can go see my dad if you want or don't want. That's fine. We could totally do justice of the piece. And I'd love to just do like a nice dinner party. Honestly, I'm 36. I don't need the big white poofy dress. Mm, I just, you might feel I just, differently once you're in case. You think so? I don't, I don't, that was never me. No, no, no. I mean, I don't want to be that person who questions a woman's decisions. Like, I hate those people. I'm just saying. Like, just leave yourself open. Open? Okay. Because I keep saying people tell me that. But honestly, I don't like... um big parties and stuff and but you're right I might feel differently you never know just because you know I might get that um remember Carrie from um Carrie from, yeah uh, sex in the city movie yes mm-hmm. and she became like oh my god what happened to me so I might become that but honestly I don't really like um planning like events and I don't like big events and stuff like and that I just, Nigerian weddings are no joke what I don't I know I don't want that that's one thing I don't want I don't seven want- hours Yes. Don't come, come, come with snacks. Yes. Because you will not eat until <laughs> hour, hour six, yes. even though it will be amazing. Everything's going to be late, including the bride and groom. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I just want to, honestly, I want to continue our life. That's what I really want. But in a very clear direction that this is what we want. But I mean, I know it's going to happen, but I'm like, let's not wait forever. And let's not let this baby get here before this happens. <laughs> I'm not pregnant by the way, but I'm just saying. Oh, well, you know. Let, let 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 Jesus take the wheel. That's what I. Yes. That's, that's what I've been saying a lot lately. Just said Jesus. <laughs> take that wheel. Just want to let you guys know where my head is at. So moving this weekend. Oh yeah, wedding. Trying to plan a wedding. So just in case I have a mental breakdown and we have to skip an episode for a week, just letting you guys know where my head is at. And I'll, somebody, I'll give you more details. Somebody already told me no. They're like, well, I just started binging on Brown Ambition, and I can't believe I have to wait for a whole week now that I'm finished with my binge. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We have to, we has to be, you know, one of us has to have a mental breakdown at least once a year, right? It's my, it's my turn. I'll go first. Oh, no, no. Last year I had my mental break. I'm sure if I listened to old episodes, I was thinking I was listening to like one or two. I was like, ooh, I was in a bad space. Because <laughs> like every, every Brown break was like I'm breaking from people who take from you. <laughs> yeah, there was a dark time. There was like a month where every brown break was someone doing you wrong. <laughs> no, but I didn't even realize. I was like, ooh, but like clearly those days are gone because I'm happy again. But yeah, I was like, ooh, Tiffany. Okay, hugs. <laughs> I mean, people still take, but I'm definitely in a space where I'm like, girl, I'm not worried about that. 
It's summertime. Things are looking up. Mm-hmm. You want a vacation? We're going to go to Savannah for a little Ooh. vacation. Ooh, when you go to Savannah, there's an ice cream place there that you have to go to. If you just trip advisor it, you'll find it. <laughs> you know I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> it's so good. And then two... Make sure you like visit what well, you're gonna you can't help it, but visit like the Savannah Jewels, like you know, all the little parks. We're getting married there, so it'll be my fiance's <laughs> first time to see uh the venue and everything in person. And, and go to they have a great buffet at this place called Pirates. Some Pirates Cove or Pirates something with it, something with pirates in it, but the food is re- it's like your grandma's like mm-hmm. home style southern cooking. So good. And it's it's normally pretty expensive if you don't go for the buffet, but for the buffet you get like all the stuff that you would normally order individually for like twenty bucks. Oh yummy. Oh yeah. Send me any recommendations you guys have for I love Savannah. It. It's like one of my favorites. Like when I I was so surprised at how much I loved it. I've always wanted to go just because the pictures look so beautiful and picturesque. But when I got there, I actually even took like a, they have like a shuttle you could take to like, um, they have like little small islands off Savannah. Mm-hmm. I went to like this place called TB Island or Tibby Island. Tybee Island. Tybee. Oh, so yeah. pretty. Very pretty. I'm excited. I only went a couple times as a young, as a young girl. Um, <laughs> and last time I went to actually book the venue, it was like monsoon raining. So I'm excited. I'm hoping for good weather. It's such a cute, romantic little town, too. So, yeah, you know. Make sure you take lots of... Are you going to take, like, um, um, what are those pictures? Engagement photos. Yes. Oh, are I didn't even think about that. Um, I don't know. We took... This is a true story. We took engagement photos when we went to the Dominican Republic for our vacation in February. Huh? Because we thought we were going to get married there. We wanted to have, like, a beachy thing. They were so bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look like somebody's oh, somebody's cell phone flicks. Like, hey, girl. <laughs> no, the camera was fine. It was just, it was us, and it was like, no, they weren't. It, you know, my fiance hated them way more than I did. I was like, we could salvage this one, but the the guy ended up being not as like it was like a he was like a replacement for somebody, mm. and he was making us do all these awkward poses, and uh, okay. um, yeah, it just didn't work out. I mean, they weren't expensive, so we we have some decent photos for like you know less than a couple hundred bucks, so not a huge waste of money, but we we're maybe a little scarred from that experience. Well, you should know. do it there. In front of, you know, they have that big, that uh, foresight uh, um, park. Um, yes, in front of like yeah. the big, everybody does photos in front of the big uh, fountain. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I only have two weeks to figure it out. Maybe this is even better. Just like last minute, just pick whoever, like find somebody available at the last minute. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to a little, little trip though. Yeah, travel is always the best. A lot of big things happening. Um, anything in the news you wanted to talk about? Um, I've been away. I've been in Mexico, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you didn't miss you missed the butt Instagram heard round the world. The what um was that? the Blake Lively thing. Did you read it? Did you see that? No. Blake Lively, you know, from Sister the Traveling Pants and mm-hmm. that one show that I didn't watch that looked really stupid about the kids and the boarding school. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Blake Lively was at Con, the Con Film Festival last week, and she posted, she's pregnant, right? So, and she's usually really thin and, you know, whatever. So she posted a photo of her in this, like, really tight, beautiful gold dress from the front and from the back. And she captioned it, L.A. face with an Oakland booty, which happens to be El Fab, that's like the the line from Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. 
Okay. And people took offense and said it was like appropriation because oh, she's. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that was sort of my reaction, too. I was like, okay. It's a line from a song. She, her butt, you know, it looks bodacious. She looks beautiful and whatever and curvy. But there's, of course, all these think pieces on it. It was on BuzzFeed. It was on, I think, even the New York Times wrote something about it. Like all these blogs are all over it. Um, just, just dragging her. Poor Blake. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't like. When you said it, I was like, I knew it was going to be some mess, but I didn't. I'm like, girl, especially if it came from a song, like, I get it. But I'm like, I'm going to say that for my brown break. But yeah. All this like overreacting to little things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I hear you. I think people are just hypersensitive right now. Yeah. And they're always trying to catch somebody. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you really think Blake Lively has time? You know, I don't think she's, like, racist. Like, that's stupid. Even if you are racist, that's not a thing. Like, I think people overuse the word racist. Can I just say that? Some things aren't racist. There are stereotypes. There is things that are stereotypical or bigoted. But, like, it's such a – I feel like when you say something's racist, you really have to know what that word means, which is literally saying that one one race is superior to another. Exactly. Um, This is not racism. This is just a girl – who likes a rap song like any other girl and wrote a line from it. Um, what I love, though, is Sir Mix-a-Lot himself. I'm glad somebody asked him to comment on it. So I think – I forget who actually asked Sir Mix-a-Lot to comment. But he came out – he was, like, defending her and being like, well, you know what? And and he actually had some really intelligent things to say about the, the song itself. You know, you think a song about a booty is just like, oh, it's just a song about a booty. But he's like, no, it was the 90s. Everyone was going after that, like, heroin addict, like – um, who's that model from England? Kate Moss kind of look mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. really emaciated like style. And he's like, but then he wanted women to feel empowered who had curves. And he's like, white girls have curves, black girls, whatever. And so he wrote the song sort of to like to celebrate that body type. And he said it's great if anybody you know feels empowered by that, including Blake Lively. So oh, that's good. Yeah, leave that girl alone. I know. Oh, it's Hollywood Reporter. Go! I, I encourage everyone go read Hollywood Reporter's interview with Sir Mix a lot because uh, I thought it was really good, real good. Push it real good. Apparently, yeah. apparently the Billboard Awards were last night, but I don't recognize anybody, so I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm okay. getting past that age. I am. I know I am. I don't even care. Anymore. You know when you're getting past the age when you don't even care that you're getting past the age. You're like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm like, who are these kids? And like, you know, the youngsters, like I like to call them, are like, ah, oh, that's like knickknack, patty, give a dog a bone. You don't know? I'm like, oh, girl, bye. Well, I did. <laughs> I did watch like four episodes of The Good Wife. So I feel like I'm doing well in life just based on that. Okay. You don't know The Good Wife? <laughs> no. All right. I can, I know when you don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm like, silence. Because you're never like, quiet. I know. I know. I'm like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> and this too shall pass. <laughs> Game of Thrones? No. Harry Potter? Okay. I've heard no. of Game of Thrones, although I do not watch. Okay. Well, you just need like what? You just need like a really good like flu bug or something in just a few days. Just binge watch. <laughs> that's that's what got me on The Good Wife. I had that cold two weeks ago, oh. and I watched thirty. I watched thirty eleven episodes of The Good Wife. Wow, twelve hour period. It was uh, intense. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. 
Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Brown break, brown boost, brown break, brown boost. What are you, are you going to boost or are you going to break today? Um, I'm going to boost today. Okay. okay. I'm going to break today. You break. Go ahead and break. So I just want to take a break from uh, just what we kind of talked about earlier. Just sometimes in my timeline, I'm like, oh goodness. Like, and I'm not even going to say specific things because I don't want y'all to come for me. But like, <laughs> you know, like when people like what happened with Blake Lively, you know, how everything now is caused for dragging. Like, oh, my gosh, she said braids. What? Get her. Oh, my gosh. She said, you know, like it's like everything. It's not you don't need to destroy everyone's career for for something that. I guess you find offensive, you know, because some things there are definitely levels of offense, you know, and I feel like every level is being treated the same these days, like someone saying the N word and someone saying LA face with Oakland booty from a baby got back song. It's not the same. It doesn't require the same amount of uproar, but I feel like that's just a new thing now. Like everyone loves to drag. Remember that young girl, um, Oh, what was her name? Uh, she was like, she's like this young up and coming um, R&B singer. She was dating a basketball player. I forget her. Sia. So she was dating a basketball player. Sia? Yeah, her name is Sia. And she was dating There's a- another Sia? No, Sia. She's young. Are there two Sias? You know, no. Sia, I want to buy on chandelier. Yeah, Sia. Mm-hmm. I think it's her. Oh, she's dating a basketball player? Well, she was. Oh, okay. And, and then what happened was, so she used to be- um, boyfriend and girlfriend with this rapper. I think his name was Party Next Door. But he was like, I guess, not treating her well. So she was dating this basketball player and supposedly all in love, blah, blah, blah. But then I guess she was, I don't know if she was secretly seeing her ex-boyfriend, the Party Next Door guy, like behind the scenes. So the Party Next Door guy thought it was a good idea that while she was sleeping to take a picture of like her laying next to him, like just a picture of her hand and his hand. And But she has a very... um a very distinguishable tattoo on her hand, basically being like all that fuss and she's back in my arms, basically, you know, just some young foolishness. Mm -hmm. So all of these people went to Facebook to drag her. Oh, calling her all kinds of sluts and whores and all this other stuff. And she tried to kill herself. Wait, when was this? This was maybe like mm, a few months ago. Sia tried to kill herself. What? Yeah. Because of that, because people were calling her terrible names and just, just making her miserable. And you know, she's young. They're like early twenties. That young. I think you're talking about someone else. Maybe I am talking about somebody else. Somebody's like Tiffany. Look at your old self. You just get on. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull the alarm Beyonce style on this. I'm pretty sure that cannot be the Sia I'm thinking with the blonde wig. Oh no, no, that's not her. That's her name's, di- um, well, so Google who dated party next door. Whatever that the girl. whole premise of the story is a lie. 
<laughs> so anyway, I just thought it was crazy because I thought things like that happen and you just know that don't understand the effect that like dragging someone on social media has, you know? Yes, bullying. It's like a different kind of bullying. Yes. And it's just, I don't know. I'm just over it, you know? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm just over it. And I just feel like everything doesn't have to have to result in all of that, you know? Mm. Everything doesn't have to like go so far. Oh, her name. I'm sorry. I said Sia. Her name is Kalani. Girl, bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was dating Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is like is a basketball player, and his girlfriend was named Kalani, and she supposedly, I guess, was cheating on her boyfriend with her ex boyfriend, and then that she's 20. Oh and my so god! This she, is so. This is. I'm already lost. I know. So I'm sorry. Anyway, they were dragging <laughs> this poor girl. This poor girl decided that she was going to try to take her life because she was so overwhelmed, and she's young. And I just thought, like, all of that. And then, you know what was so crazy? Is that you would think that would make people back off. People were like, kill yourself then. And I'm like, what is wrong with people? Um, I've been told to kill myself. Like, you know, being the internet, being anyone who's out in the public eye, and I'm barely in the public eye. Like, the public eye for me is, like, half blind. But, like, anything I write, any article I write, for example, well, I don't want to um, take over your brown break or whatever. Yeah, but go ahead. Anything I – so – I was, like, I was going to talk about um, – I was going to try and make a positive brown boost, but really it's a brown break. So I wrote – earlier this week, Robin Robin Wright, the actress from House of Cards. If you know her, she's blonde. She used to be married to Sean Penn. So she was doing an interview um, at a charity event, and she – so she on the show House of Cards, she is a co-star with the main character uh, who plays the president, Kevin Spacey, the actor. And she talked about how she stood up for herself to executives at Netflix and asked to be paid as much as Kevin Spacey when she realized her her character was um, more popular than his in the whatever polling they used or whatever. And so all of a sudden she's becoming this new shero for feminism and, you know, you know, all hail Robin Wright for standing up for herself. By the way, she stood up for herself and instead of making $420,000 an episode, she now makes half a million dollars an episode. Um, and so I decided to write an opinion piece, which I do sometimes, um, because she's not the first like white Hollywood actress to come up and like, you know, try and inspire people by talking about, you know, negotiating for higher pay or whatever. There was Patricia Arquette, there's Emma Watson, there's Jennifer Lawrence, they've all, and especially Jennifer Lawrence and Patricia, because they've both come out publicly and Jennifer Lawrence wrote that article for Lenny Letter back in August about how she asked for more when she found out that, her co-stars um, on a movie made more than her, whatnot. This is like sort of becoming a trend, and I and I and I had to write something about it. And I wrote that I don't feel like it's fair to make the, for these women to sort of be the face of feminism and, and the equal pay gap because what so often gets ignored and what I've talked about before, but still happens is that the pay gap is so much worse for women of color. And I feel like you don't ever see their voices in the conversation um, or people who represent women of color sort of get up and talk about it. It's usually very wealthy, um, you know, well-off. The Sheryl Sandbergs, Robin Wrights, Jennifer Lawrence's and stuff. So I wrote a story about that, which um, – or not a story, a, an opinion column about how we need – sort of like still celebrating Robin Wright because I feel like, you know, women should definitely feel empowered to ask for more. But then sort of asking the question, why can't we in the same sentence mention the fact that, you know, women make, of course, women make 80 cents for a dollar that a man makes, but that's not all women. That is white women and Asian women. Like black women make 50 cents. Women, uh, uh, 
Mexican, I think maybe I'm mixing these up, but uh, black women make 50 cents or 60 cents to the dollar. And, and uh, it's very similar for Latina women. And anyway, I wrote about that. And of course, people dragged me in the comments, which I knew the post was going to be a little controversial, but everything was so personal. It was like, you know, Mandy, I mean, obviously it's an, it's a first person opinion column, but I felt like, and, and, and you can't really expect more from like Yahoo commenters, honestly, cause they're like the worst of the worst, but they were, <laughs> <laughs> they really are. No, like if you just look, they're like trolls. I mean, all mm. they do and they, they write just, I mean, there's no other website I've seen that gets thousands and thousands of comments like we do at Yahoo. I don't know who these people are. But they didn't like that. They didn't. They called me racist, like reverse racist oh, um, for talking about that. And I guess it kind of goes into that. Like it, it's sort of like rather than have the conversation, you'd rather just call someone a racist and then turn the other way. Exactly. You know, instead of actually talking about the, the point that that person's making. And we can argue about whether the point is valid, I guess. But the research is on my side here, I feel like. Um, so I guess that's just like a risk you take when you're writing for – everyone else I just I just sometimes I learn not to like like on my own blog it's different you know because people who usually come are there because they like me but you're right like when something happens like when I get something like in the Forbes or like even Yahoo whatever you're like oh my god <laughs> people are the worst you know we had I mean, we had Lynette Calfani Cox on you know we love Lynette. amazing yes. yeah the money coach awesome if you don't know Lynette Google her she's a great so I interviewed her because she helped her daughter win over half a million dollars in scholarships for Amazing. all the – that's like a, the combination of all the money that they got um, for all the colleges she was accepted to. Anyway, I wrote this story. It is a positive story. It is a mother whose daughter is smart and they got all this money. What are the comments saying? Well, she only got in because she's black. She oh only got the scholarship God. because she's black. And I just had to turn the comments off and tell Lynette I'm so sorry because, you know, people are just monsters. Yeah, like, I don't think, I want to be like, I mean, I just need you to take a breath, take a look in the mirror and say, you know what? God loves me. I should love myself. (laughs) Like, what in the world? What's wrong that you have decided that you are going to take it to your computer and spew venom? Like, Like, you can't possibly be happy in your regular everyday life. Because happy, regular, everyday life people are not doing that. No one's thinking about things like that. I would never imagine of like spitting venom to someone who I didn't know online like that doesn't even cross my mind and I'm just like yeah honestly I feel more sorry for those people because at the end of the day you know I will continue to and everybody else you know will continue to move forward and you'll be stuck behind your computer if that's the kind of life that you want to live I mean people have said some terrible things like I'll read and I'm like oh my sometimes I'm like do I even want to read the comment like whenever an article is written about me that's not on my site I mean, I've been called everything like that hoe don't know nothing. I want to see receipts. Why I got to be a hoe though? (laughs) (laughs) More like just some crazy things. People are just crazy. And it it depends on the site too. There's certain sites that you know you're just going to get dragged more than others. But I mean, such is life. You just learn to be like, whatever. She don't know me or he doesn't know me. There's people in the public figure like uh, in the public sphere like us who understand that comes with the territory. And then there's like 12 year olds in the middle school who don't. Yeah, you know, deserve that. Who get it anymore? They don't. So. Brown yeah. break from bullying. Online bullying. Amen. All 
right. So again, if you guys want to send a question, we are happy to take them. Our email is brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. And this week we have a question from Anonymous. I don't, I think she wants to be anonymous. I'm not sure. So she says, I have a question. I currently participate in my company's 401k plan. I contribute 11.5% and my company matches 4%. My question is, should I reduce the amount that I contribute and use that amount to start a Roth IRA? My thinking is that I'd be able to save some income for my Wanda years. Hey, Tiffany. Yeah, yes. <laughs> For, uh, that won't be taxed. I'm 36 years old. If this helps, please feel free to use my name. Oh, okay. Hi, Anna. Sorry. She wants us to use her name. <laughs> hey, Anna. Thank hey, you for Anna. writing. Yes. So I can answer this really quickly uh, or try to. So just right off the bat, this is going to get a little technical, but stay with me because it's important. So we've talked about Roth IRAs before. Just really quick. The difference between a Roth and a traditional IRA or 401k is that when you put money in a Roth, you pay taxes today. Whereas with a traditional IRA or a Roth, or sorry, a traditional IRA or 401k, you'd put money in tax-free, and then when you retire and you take the money out, you would pay taxes then. So why would you ever want to pay taxes now when you can just put that off until later? The idea is, especially if you're younger, is that you're in a lower income tax bracket now. Now, we don't know what the tax brackets will be like 10, you know, 40 years in the future. But today, you can you can kind of assume if you're 22, you're going to earn a lot more in the future than you do now. So you'd pay a lower tax rate today than you probably would in the future. So people pretty much say if you're younger, get a Roth because you pay taxes today and you can probably pay less taxes that way. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's out of the way. Now, the difference and what I'll say here is that so when you're contributing to a company's 401k plan, your contribution limits are typically a lot higher. Um, I believe it's about $18,000 is the max limit you can put in a year. When you open up a Roth IRA, personal IRA, that's not through a company, your limit is drastically reduced. I think it's only $5,500 a year or something close to that. So you may not be – you may over – um, you may put yourself over that limit by having a Roth IRA um, on the side. So if you think that, you know, you're already contributing really aggressively, 11.5% is awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm just worried, like, if you if you take your money out and put it into a Roth um, and you hit that limit, like, will you just, you know, if you're not going to hit that limit, then sure, you can think about it. Like, that's, you know, nothing's wrong with starting a Roth. Um, but if you feel like you're going to go over that limit and you want to contribute, you know, really close to that $18,000 ceiling that you have, then probably just stick with your company's 401k. That's my quick take on it. And I say, okay, that's not my forte. Did so y'all like, follow? Was it really, well, Tiffany, did no, you no, follow? Okay. I did. I did follow. I was like, I mean, I knew obviously what a Roth IRA was and stuff, but I, the explanation to me made sense. But I'm also like, you know, I have a, a special financial ear. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, that's <laughs> they make this stuff. They make it so complicated. But yeah. like regular folks have to be able to use it. It's you know, exactly. it's 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 really unfortunate that whoever that these tax people or whoever Congress people create these crazy rules. If you're super confused, I would definitely recommend talking to a financial planner who can um who can help you or an investment advisor who can help you really make the decision that's right for you. Who doesn't just have like you know a couple of pieces of information like we do? Agreed. Okay. Yay, retirement. <laughs> Yay, Wanda. She stole right? your she stole your Wanda name for a future. Self. I know. What what was your name again? Who's your old lady name? Mine? Oh Jesus, I already forgot. <laughs> oh, oh, I think your, maybe Dolores. Dolores? 
or Doris because my grandma's name was Doris. I, think I don't you didn't know. Say Doris, like your grandma. You know, old names are now in. Is it like Eleanor? Yeah, Eleanor. My I heard someone named their kid Dolores. Like they're no. Wait a second. Who is this? I forget who. I don't want to call someone out if it's someone I know personally and they listen to the podcast. But yeah, <laughs> you're like never mind. Like, abort, one of, abort. like this person had a really cute normal name for the first kid. Like I don't know uh, Stephanie or Maggie or something like that. And then another the kid was like named an old timey like Nancy or Doris or something like that. I'm like, why are you gonna do that to your kids? I knew a girl named um, Gertrude and we just called her Trudy. But I'm like, why would you name a literal baby Gertrude? That's just like she's eighty at at, at age. <laughs> Eight months. <laughs> it's like babies with like baby boys with like grown man names like George. <laughs> yeah, this is George. I love when people give their dogs like regular names. Oh, this is Jack. You're like, oh, like oh, that's not, cute. That's cute. You know, I do like that too because it's like not doggy names, but it just makes the dog seem like or like you know, especially if they give the dog like a serious Benjamin. Why is your dog named Benjamin? But I like that though. <laughs> All right, any wins? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind and I'll never give it. Woo! <laughs> yes, I have a win. Other than possibly almost finding my wedding dress. Um, <gasps> really? Is that breaking news? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I just have to um, speak to my pastor and my f- spiritual advisors first. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I need to figure out if I can afford it or not. But yeah, I, p- I put on the dress. And it felt really good. It's the first dress I've tried on like maybe six. It's the first one that really felt like it could be it. So we'll see. But my win actually is completely different. Other than, oh, and the woman who, the 100-year-old woman who ran the 100-meter dash. Yes. Did you watch that video? She I fell did, in the beginning. I know. Did you but then she got up and she killed it. I know. I know. She's so cute. Um, I'm trying to think. So I do have a win. I mean, it's a personal win. So this big brand i think i'm gonna keep it kind of vague just like you until i like actually sign the contract but it's a go they um it's a non-financial brand and it's like the biggest i don't know like the biggest opportunity i've ever had um to work with a brand i just couldn't believe they they reached out to little old brown brown ambition me um and they're like oh we just think you're an influencer it's just it's just nice uh for a brand who is like, we know you influence women of color to say, that's what we want, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's huge, honestly. Like it's a, uh, I think I can, I think I can share a little that it's a car brand, which I'm like, wow, they're actually going to give me a car to drive, which I'm like, woo, woo, wow. Is that the deal? And, you drive the car and you're seen in it? Um, That's part of it. It's a bunch of things. Oh my gosh. Um, I know, right? Is it a Tesla? Um, <laughs> no, no. I'm not telling you anything until I sign that contract. Hopefully, okay, okay, time. okay. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'll tell you, Mandy. Oh, you know, offset. But um, but no, um, I'm superstitious. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I've I'm signed just, my new job offer, and I still feel like it, any, at any moment it could happen. Like I don't. You know. know, my superstition is the more people I tell, the the more likely it is to happen. That's honestly, I feel like that. But yeah, no. So it's just a huge. Um, it's not even about the money or anything like that. It's just the huge, like you know, six years ago, I said, you know, hey. Brown girls are not being showed how to like manage their money. And I'm not anybody's guru by any stretch of the imagination. I just, back then I was like, look, I know how to budget. I know how to save. I can show you that. And that's how it started. Just like women that I knew that didn't know how to budget and save and I wanted to help. And and now here we are. And now this car company is like, hey, you're an influencer. We want to work with you. So it just feels so surreal, you know? I'm just really thankful. So that's my way. Congratulations. Thank you. It's so, it's so cold where I am. I can't really snap very well, but I'm snapping. 
That's awesome. Can't wait yeah. to see what it is. Can I get a ride? <laughs> Everybody said that. Like, Can I get a ride? Uh, Superman was like, you think they give me one? No. <laughs> no. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a great way to end the show. Thanks, guys. If you have any questions, email, concerns, comments, nasty ones, you can keep to yourself. But, yes. Um, <laughs> you can tweet us at the BA Podcast on Twitter, Brown Ambition on Facebook. And, and email us at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs>